Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Good morning. Welcome to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm with Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. It's 9 to 10, WBT, Sunday morning. I'm back. I'm just looking at you. I'm back. I didn't know you, you I existed. I thought I was I thought I was terminated from the radio show for a little while. Dave McGuire. Dave was taking he took a lot of control of that. He took he did good. He said he put you away for a little while. I think he's too smart for the radio. <laughs> I think David did a fine job. I love spending time <laughs> yeah. with David. And and to be honest with you, uh I'm Trent Hasten. I'm your guest host. If, if Patrick didn't introduce me, he hogged up the whole intro. I did too uh, introduce you. But but maybe I didn't. I don't get to spend much time with Dave much anymore. And I really honestly through the radio, this is a blessing for y- your and my relationship <laughs> because I usually get to gnaw on you a few minutes after the show and we kind of figure out what each other's doing doing while we're here. So I I mean, if anything, it's a valuable tool. So it was really good to spend spend a couple episodes with Dave. No, I agree. And he, Dave does a fantastic job. He, uh, you know, we go back. I mean, Dave McGuire is the reason I am at Roby. I mean, truth be known, you had a lot to do with that and so did your brother. But, uh, you know, coming up along the way, I was telling the story the other day about Dave to talk about him. Uh, when I started at Ferguson in 2004, um, you were basically like a fraternity pledge is how I described it. And for the first six months, like people wouldn't even look at you. You just kind of did their chores for them, and the only the the one person there were a couple people, but the one that really stuck out as the nice person that actually wanted to come make sure your development in the initial days, uh, other than you know your bosses and stuff like that, as a peer was Dave McGuire. I remember him walking out to the warehouse, full head of hair, like the picture that y'all posted on Facebook. Uh, oh man, he pulled up some old pictures. I don't did. know if it, if you check that out, go check it out, audience. Uh, he did the Andrew Roby Facebook page. Uh, is it the Andrew Roby? I get that. It's right? on the Roby server. It's on the all Ro- of our Facebook. All pages. of our yeah, fa- any, yeah. any Roby. Uh, I can't keep up with all that stuff. My wife doesn't let me go on Facebook. So yeah, that's uh, probably not a bad thing. But man, he pulled up some moldy goodies. I had a bowl cut. Might have had an earring in my ear. Man, he had the Aber- shame to even say that on the air. You had the Abercrombie sweatshirt. I had that same one. Those were cool back. Maybe it was kind of like a sweatshirt class sweater. I'm really not sure. What I it have was, to say but. something. I, I I'm I shame ashamedly <laughs> had had an earring for a couple of years in my high school and college. Uh, I had an older brother that went to college and thought that was the thing to do. My dad was so mad he didn't talk to me for a week and it drove me crazy. I haven't. <laughs> and we think my granddad never knew I had an earring. God bless. I I don't know. He might have bit his tongue. He wasn't a man to bite his tongue. Uh, but. <laughs> But my high school picture had it. But uh, I was out of town with some guys about a month ago, and uh, one, of, one of my, my friend's uh, girlfriends, uh, one of my male friend's girlfriends, ha- had a friend. These, these ladies run businesses big into real estate, and, and she's a jeweler. And I'm all into junk gold, junk silver, and diamonds, and whatever. <laughs> I think I'm a gym artist. 
So I said, how much are these worth? And it was like a hoop with diamonds. She said, about $5,000 a hoop. I said, whoa, wow. I mean, you got it going on. She was pretty impressed with my gemology knowledge. And uh, I said, let me hold that thing. So she gave it to me. I stuck it in my ear hole that I haven't pierced since I was 20. I'm 42. No, I'm 44. Excuse me. I, I've heard this story and before. I sent and a I pic- had the same reaction last a, time. I sent a picture. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was so funny. I thought it was so cool. Me and my wife were such best friends. I sent a picture of my wife. <laughs> she says, whose earring are you wearing? I'm okay, like, oh, my gosh. You, you're right. No. You got me, babe. I, <laughs> I thought it was real funny. I didn't know if I could pull a Michael Jordan. No. Oh, my goodness. I'm, I'm, I'm very conservative in my jewelry and stuff. I don't even wear a watch anymore. I wear a wedding ring, and that's all I need to wear. And the hoop earring. That's nice. I'm you're not wearing, wearing, a, wearing it earring. today. It grew back really fast. The best part is the audience doesn't really know if you're wearing a hoop earring. So I can just go with this the whole show. I think y'all might not let me in the office. I, nah, you're all right. I'm a little, I'm a little washed up for for a hoop. <laughs> anyway, uh, well, but good. it's good to have you back. Reagan was listening to some podcasts. We did the Father's Day show with Dave, and then Dave and I did yep. a reminiscent show. They were really fun. Luke Nay sent a text said thank you for all the shout out from Reagan. I mean, I should I should ask her why Luke. Nays is my our guys telling her thank you. Nah, we, we were bragging. The, about. the picture was hysterical. I mean that that because it, it's funny. I mean it it seems like yesterday to you guys. And it, when I look at pictures of myself from twenty twenty five years ago, it seems like yesterday. And like I can tell you exactly where I was and what I was doing. But then you really like look in the mirror and like I still feel like I look the same as I did. Yeah, then. my kids are like. And then you look at yourself like, like you nah, look so young. I'm like I look young now. And I like, nah, you look like an old dad. Yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah. Really? It's amazing on. how that happens, isn't it? Um, but but anyway, Reagan gave you a compliment. She complimented Luke Nay's last radio show. Thank she you, said, Reagan. Uh, she said you are the special sauce that, that gets the vibe going. She, Dave, she loves Dave. He's like a brother to her. But uh, I, she said she said we yin and yang pretty well. I said that's good. He tastes good when I start gnawing on him. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it, I'm trying to you know I'm trying to get that gnawing to a minimum after the yeah, show. If I no, get you to forget about it, you get then, into uh, a bit of. I'm kids. Yeah, we're all then, full of then, full uh, of gusto in here of hot air. Well, well, Trent, we we have in my opinion we have Charlotte Construction royalty in the studio yep. with us today, which is. Uh, you know, I think most people that are in industry are familiar with Crowder Construction, and, and out of our industry are probably familiar with Crowder Construction. And uh, this is going to be wonderful. I can't wait. I've, I've got a book in front of me. Um, and, and everybody knows we've had Darren Ash on here multiple times. Yes. We talk about The Rock. We're all about workforce development, especially with under underserved communities and the need that we have. Uh, Otis and I have met and served on that board together, so yes. it's nice to see Otis here post-COVID, and we're getting back out and seeing people and smiling. Uh, but but my father, I told these two gentlemen when, when I said hello to them this morning, my father revered these these guys and their business and, th- and thought they were the gold standard of construction, so... That comes from the bottom of my heart. It, and, and they're celebrating 75 years. And, and I, I, I we're going to wait till the beginning of the next segment but to tee these guys up. Um, I, I have a forward from their 60th anniversary book that it, I just read it about brought tears to my eyes. I mean, okay. it's just such an amazing... Uh, I don't know how you fit that all in you three paragraphs. You love reading stuff. You always read your notes. You always now you're gonna read <laughs> notes. You silly. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, well, Patrick, it's wonderful to have you back. Glad to be back here on the At Home with Roby show. Uh, glad to have Otis and Bill Crowder from Crowder Construction Legacy. Uh, when we return, you're listening to At Home with Roby. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. 
Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick Kozik from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. If you missed the first segment, go back. We do have podcasts. Uh, you can catch Trent anytime you want him and listen to me as well. Um, but you, you can do that. And uh, Trent, as we were going out of the last segment, we talked about uh, we have Charlotte Construction Royalty in the building here with Bill and Otis Crowder. And uh, I think it's really cool that they, they document their history. I have a book here. It's called Building a Legacy, and it's their 60-year anniversary book, and, and they're celebrating 75 years, and we're going to go into that. But, uh, you know, like a good book, we can start with a forward. I'm going to read this real quick to kind of paint the stage. Uh, you know, a lot of people that are from here in Charlotte listening to the show aren't from here. I mean, that's obviously the growth that we've experienced over, over the last several decades. And so, uh, I mean, this goes all the way back to 1947. Um, it says, 1947, after years of working in the construction industry and serving in the Corps of Engineers and Marine Corps, Marine Corps of World War II, brothers O.P. and W.T. Crowder and their wives, Sidney and Rita, decided to take a chance when they formed a small concrete construction company in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, the first project was building steps for Plaza Presbyterian Church. They had five employees, and their financial resources were limited. Initially, they probably focused more on meeting the weekly payroll. I think most small businesses can relate. Um, then on planning for the future, the odds of staying in business for more than a year, much less becoming a large regional general contractor, were very low. They beat the odds by doing quality work, building trust with clients and employees, and by working uh, smart and hard. They viewed themselves as servants to their clients, employees, and community. Through the years, Crowder Construction Company has built many projects ranging from bridges and highways to dams, power plants, and buildings, but these projects are only part of the legacy. It is the spirit of not only doing the right things, but doing things the right way that is the true legacy of our founders. We intend to continue building and adding to this legacy as we go forward. I told you it gave me chill bumps reading that the first time. I mean, it just, there's so many parallels. That's strong. I, I told these guys, my dad, Taking a step further, he always wanted to build a bridge. That was like his <laughs> creme de la creme. Right. We built a, we built a couple uh, Eagle Scout bridges. <laughs> yeah, well, those are bridges. They are bridges. bridges. How you guys doing? Good. By good. the way, that's a good way to start building bridges. That's a good start. <laughs> yeah. Don't start. Right. Yeah. Don't start right. with a yeah. with a, a four lane road over I eighty five. Wow. So, so Bill and Otis, welcome. Thank good. you. Nice to be good here. Good to be here. It's good to have you guys on your 75th anniversary. Oh, I was going to let Patrick. So, so, so why don't y'all, <laughs> what do y'all start? Uh, Bill, why don't you take us uh, and, and just kind of start with how you got into business and how you viewed the early days of the business. And, <laughs> and you and Otis are cousins. Yep, correct. So, yep. Give us a little history. Well, I'll tell you, um, I'm probably one of the luckiest people on the planet because I have never wondered in my life what I wanted to do and what what I would do as a career. I always knew, uh, you know, from the time I was an infant, I, be I really believe I wanted to build things. Um, we've got lots of pictures that, you know, me setting in on, on the lap of, of a guy operating a loader or something like that. I've been doing this that long, literally all my life, and traveled uh, with my dad. Uh, you know, when I was a little older, rode and looked at, looked at work with him. He'd take me. So it's in, it's in my DNA to be a builder. Um, it started with building things. And there was a time 
I was probably, I don't know, 17, 18, something like that, and I was I was pretty full of myself, like most seventeens <laughs> <17s> are. No. <laughs> yeah. But did you have a hoop earring? No. Okay. No, if I've you miss the first segment, Trent made that in confession, <laughs> right? Admission. So we yep. okay. Go ahead. Never no, I'm gone sorry. that far. One day, my dad pulled me aside, and uh, and and he he didn't point a finger at me or didn't criticize me directly, but he basically the message was, "This is not about you. It's about us." And a little while later, uh, I turned that into a decal that's on the hard hats of everybody in our company today. There's a there's a, the letter I with a slash through it, and then the word we. And it's not about it's not I, but it's we. And it's probably a picture of that in that book you've got <laughs> over there. But the uh, the idea is this is not about me. This is about us collectively and what we can do together. And and we build people. Yes, I was proud of learning how to build things and build, you know, structures and bridges and dams and that kind of thing. And I still am. But it starts with finding the right people, getting them what they need, encouraging them, helping them, but get out of their way. Uh, But it's... at the end of the day, this is all about people uh, taking care of them, them taking care of themselves and each other, working together as a team, as a family. And if you do that right, almost anything is going to be possible. So that's how I got started <laughs> as we, a kid, and it's never stopped for me. You have very humble roots. Obviously, we, we read mm-hmm. the forward. Um, and you talk about taking care of people, and you mentioned uh, on one of the breaks here, uh, it's over 800 people at yep. this point. And, and uh, I, I heard a similar story. Uh, we have a, a client, um, Kristen, uh, from Team Automotive Group, and they wear bracelets to say, I am second. And mm-hmm. there's a spiritual meaning to that, too. And she said, well, we use this as a company motto as well. That it's, it's, not, it's not about me or you or whoever. It's... It's the right. group and the team, and um, there's a lot of parallels there. I mean, and that does this this predates back to the, the beginnings of the company. This is the mindset that you all took. Well, this was the mindset that Daddy and OP had. That's how they that's how right. they started the company. Uh, that was the the culture and the ethic, if you will, uh, that they started from in the very beginning. And like I said, I've I've seen it all my life. Uh, I inherited it. Otis inherited it, um, and we watched it, our dads, you know, infect other people with that value, if you will, and surround themselves with people that bought into that. And then, uh, and then that's that's part of our DNA. And we we work hard to make sure that the people in our company today understand that and buy into that, and and keep that going. And that's I think that's more important than anything we can do. Uh, and by the way, I'm guessing, even though Roby and Crowder do very different types of work, because <laughs> what Crowder doesn't do is any building, and uh, we, we don't have a lot of house carpenters or anything like that. Ours is a little heavier. But my guess is we share a lot of the things that make us successful 
Mm-hmm. And it's 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 one thing to have skilled crafts people. It's it's another one to have people that are committed to doing a good job, whatever that is. And so I think we probably share that, and we probably share also the fact that uh, we came up in the business mm-hmm. like you did, and um, we know what it's like to be treated as the lowest person in the world <laughs> when when your family owns a business, right? <laughs> No, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I, I think I made I think I made a minimum wage of four twenty five for like twelve years running. All right, uh, if you got a second, I am and he to, overtaxed me. I'm going to yeah. tell you a story. First time I go to work, you go, I was fifteen, you fourteen or fifteen years old, and you couldn't work over twenty five hours a week, right? Minimum wage was a dollar. So uh, I, this, I think we're past the statute of limitations. <laughs> yeah. My dad says you're not worth a dollar an hour. So what was their solution? I worked 45 hours a week, <laughs> and they paid me for five hours a day. <laughs> that sounds five, just like my dad. That's exactly what he said. That is so funny. Today they would throw us in jail. They, right? <laughs> I talked about tearing down his best those roosts at, at night. 25 years ago when uh-huh. I was a kid, I said, you can't get me now. <laughs> My dad's gone. <laughs> hey, uh, one thing before we go, I want to talk about y'all's 75th uh, anniversary and what y'all are doing special. But, Otis, we were talking in the break about your dashboards that you started uh, mm-hmm. in the 80s, I think. Yeah. Tell us about your dashboards. Yeah, so uh, we were trying to figure out how to manage our company for growth. And we, we uh, after talking to an, uh, actually an international company that we were talking about doing business with, and I asked him how they manage it, and he said he has a dashboard, and he has five things he looks at, and he told me what they were. And we went back and scratched our heads and decided to look at those. And, of course, cash is one, how much backlog you have, how many people, accounts receivable, accounts, accounts payable, payable. Uh, things like that. And um, as we said a little bit earlier before we started, um, if you watch how it moves, it tells you what's going on. And that's how. That's not the only way we manage with a lot of other things, but that's one thing we look at almost every day. Well, well, I said this in the break, and, and I feel the same way. If you know those metrics and you noodle them around while you while you touring your jobs in the city and talking mm-hmm. to your people, and they're in the back of your brain, I think it gives you an animal instinct on how to feel people, how to manage to the people, and, and you're not you're not coming in here being an overarching dictator. You're managing from the bottom up the back of the line and uh i I think it takes some some years and some some tread on the tires to realize that well i'll tell you what what the biggest number to me the most important number to me is is the number of employees and all of the financial metrics matter we know that but the first number i look at every day is how many employees do we have today today is 851 What's important about that is that arguably there are over 800 families that depend on us as a group, yes, for a livelihood and yes, for an income, but more importantly, they depend on us to make good business decisions, to take care of their loved ones, to see that everybody goes home every day with all their fingers and toes. Um, And it's all of us together that that have to make these decisions that are to be good decisions. It's not just, if I can't do it alone, we all have to do it. So. Yeah. And one, we have a mission statement, and part of that is to make a positive 
uh, difference in the lives of our employees. And safety is the key. Well, we, we, we're running a little long. We're going to come back. Okay. I want to hear about your 75th anniversary. I think it is the high hat of what y'all <laughs> are doing to these families and to our community. we got the Crowder Cousins uh, from Crowder Construction, Otis and Bill, when we return, you're listening to At Home with Roby. The following is a sponsored program on WBT. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services, along with Trent Haston from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Woo-hoo. Thought you were going to lean in and give me a kiss. <laughs> I love you too, man. Uh, if you missed the last couple of segments, go back and, and listen to the podcast. Uh, we're, we're so blessed to have Otis and Bill Crowder. Um, you know, the name Crowder is synonymous in Charlotte, especially in the construction industry. Um, just They're just dropping, they're dropping nuggets of wisdom on us, Trent. I feel very, very fortunate to be in this room. <laughs> Um, Otis, at the break, you said you were talking about your mission statement, and, and it, it kind of stuck with me. Ma- making, and he only t- said part of it. He said making a positive difference for the lives of our employees, but it goes on to say clients and community as well. Um, and then you were talking about growing, how to properly grow in, 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 the, in the break, and I think that ties directly back to your mission statement. Um, talk a little bit about that, uh, maybe w- what you were saying in the break here. Yeah, we were talking about growth and what you do. And uh, in our company, we always say growth is not a goal, it's an outcome. It's an outcome of doing things correctly, doing the right things, having the right people. And Bill talked about letting the people uh, run, do their job and giving them opportunities. So if you do that, you'll grow. You don't have to set a growth target. Well, and, and you also, I think, Bill, you mentioned you, you build people, not it's mm-hmm. not not bridges right. and stuff. Is you right. is you build people, and uh, I, I'll tell you, as a, as a younger person in business, it took a long time to realize that. Um, I, I think that you guys, I talked about companies that wanted to basically only build. It was all revenue, 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 mm-hmm. revenue, and it really could get to that point where it's almost at all costs. I mean, Trent and I have seen it uh, in in our comings and goings, him probably a lot more than I have. But, um, I mean, that, just to hear you say that, I think that's a huge business lesson of the day, which is a big thing that we ask our guests, hey, what's something sort of that you live by or what's something that, that you run your company with? And, and people listening that are you know, new to entrepreneurism or, or, or new in business need to understand that. I mean, you can't get there by yourself, right? right. If you outgrow your people, you're in trouble. Yeah. Well, it, I mean, that, cue the Hugh McCall story, right, Trent? I mean, how many times <laughs> have you said that? Where, you know, Hugh McCall will grow the says he grew Bank of America to try to keep his talented people with him versus mm-hmm. seeking opportunities elsewhere. Um, it sounds like you guys are in the same boat. Um, it, it, your employee base, just out of curiosity, can you tell me like how many have been there over 20, 30 years kind of thing? Uh, we've had a lot that have been with us. We've had people that have been with us 40 to 50 years, mm-hmm. but I can say our average, I believe our average uh Field superintendents probably eight to ten years, but mm-hmm. that's average. That includes people that have just come to work for us. Our craft workers actually are running about four to five years, which is pretty long because our average job only lasts two years. Well, being someone that manages tradespeople, yeah, that's very long. I mean, it's mm-hmm. more of a transient workforce. We understand that too. So four to five years on average is is yeah. pretty good. But it's amazing. Yeah, I'll many... say that. Let me rephrase that. Yeah. that's after they've been after they've been here through that. Professionary. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. important to yeah. note that. Yeah, it's yes, not sir. really average. <laughs> it's amazing how many people we've got, though, that have been here 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 years, 35, 
years. It's it's amazing um, how many people that have basically been here all, almost all their working life. Um, and I'll tell you, it, it's humbling <laughs> from from the position that that Otis and I are in and the leadership of the company. It's humbling to realize that it's kind of like a responsibility we have to these people and to their families, and it's uh, it's a blessing. It's well, honor. I mean, it's a huge responsibility. I mean, I, I agree, and I, it, it, it takes some time, I think, to, for people to really understand that. Yeah. And, and some people, I think, you know, if, if they grew up in, in businesses um, like the two of you and, and Trent, I know it's sort of an inherent thing. But, um, you know, you had mentioned the, the, the Fortune 500 companies that are basically just trying to grow to grow. Yeah. And I, I don't know if these values are taught at that level um, it's more of like, hey, what's the next quarter forecast and how are we going to hit it at right. all costs? Um, and so to hear that, I mean, just a, a, a 1947, again, if, if you miss that portion of the seg- of the show, is when you guys started um, and, and your cousins. How long, I don't want to age you guys, how long have y'all actually been in the business working? I've, I've, as Otis, I've been worked uh, 52 years. Yep. So he's 54. And, and uh, Bill, 50. 50 years. Yeah, I was I was in the Army for three years, so I've been here 50. But it, we're not counting the time that, you know, we were here when we were 8, 10, 12. Well, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Otis was giving us a little uh, glimpse at that at the break. I don't know yeah. if you want to talk about that or not, yeah. but uh, it's just how things were back then, right? Yeah. I mean, you, you, you went to work. My, my wife grew up on a farm, and it was very similar. The second you were able to be uh, produced for the team, you, you were in the game. Right. Uh, and that's right. just how it worked. Right. You want to talk about our anniversary? We're gonna we're gonna ask y'all. Uh, Patrick <laughs> and I are sharing microphones here, so that, so the Otis cousins, uh, Crowder, excuse me, Crowder cousins can talk. We're gonna we're gonna finish this segment on, on your business, and then we're gonna ask y'all to stick around for our last segment. Okay. And we'll talk about your charity, sure. your seventy five five charity initiative. Okay. Uh, how many of your kids and grandkids work in the business? We have one one of my children, as Otis, I have a daughter that works with our um, civil environmental division, which is in uh, outside of Raleigh, and she's involved in uh, their business development. And that's the only one of our children right now. Yeah. I have one of my sons worked here 15 years, and um, he's doing something different now. He's still in construction, but... Uh, he was here 15 years. He's an owner, part owner of his own company, yeah. correct? Yeah. yeah. Because my brother and I now are third generation, mm-hmm. and my dad could drop me off at the restaurant every day when I was 14 at 6.30 in the morning, and I could ride in a dump truck, and they could drop me back off. Right, right. Well, now my business role was a little different, so I have a 14-year-old daughter, and my dream was always she was going to work every day she didn't have school. Mm-hmm. Well, now she's begging me to work. She wants to work. She's an entrepreneur. And I'm like, baby, I, I mean, really, my job's a little different. I, I don't I don't go by the office every morning like I used to. I don't, you know. So uh, I will tell you, though, that I want to know y'all's perspective on this. But my dad always said that if me and my brother couldn't be equal owners and get along, then we'd burn the whole thing down. Mm-hmm. And, frankly, that is how we've brought Patrick and and. David McGuire and David Barrett as we grow our divisions and, and we like to 
partner up in ways with these folks, and that's kind of the thing. If we can't get along, guys, we, right? You you you, you got to do the legalese behind it. But yeah. if, but yeah. I could tell you about <laughs> Bill's and my uh, marriage counseling. We, <laughs> seriously, we talked about it on Bo Thompson's show, and uh, we 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 did marriage counseling. We literally for, did that. for about two years back in the early nineties because we were at cross purposes. And we learned to appreciate each other's values, culture, and we have shared a common vision. And that's even, what we understood. Even though we are we are really different people, but we share this. I love it. <laughs> Me and my brother had growing pains in the early 2000s. Yeah. You know, he was in the field. I was in the office. I'm sleeping on the floor. He's dig, you know, 14 hours. So, hey, y'all stick around. I want to talk about the 75th initiative we're doing on okay. y'all's anniversary here. Uh, you're listening to At Home with Roby with the uh, Crowder Construction Cousins when we return. Welcome back to At Home with Roby. I'm Patrick McIsaac from Roby Commercial Services. I'm with Trent Hayson from the Roby family of companies. We are your hosts. Trent gives me a hard time for saying this, but I, I really mean it. I mean it every time, but go back and listen to the podcast. We we have had uh, two remarkable guests in the studio with us today, which, uh, A, it's awesome to have guests in the studio. We were a couple of years during COVID, but we couldn't do that. And so we have Otis and Bill from Crowder Construction. They are celebrating 75 years in business. Uh, remarkable company. Again, uh, legends in the construction industry. And, uh, Otis, you were telling me in the break about some of the things that you do during these uh, major milestones in your business, and I, I believe you said at the 50 year you did 50. Rand, I'm gonna let you explain. We that. did approximately 50 uh, chair construction projects for nonprofits, and we we had each of our locations and crews or wherever they were to return to the community. And part of the reason we were talking about our mission statement is we part of our mission statement is to make a positive difference for our clients, our people in our community. Yes, sir. For people, the, we want to treat them right, have a good job, but being safe and giving them a great, safe work site is probably the most positive difference we can make. And we are always focused on safety, win multiple awards. But the other part, the positive difference in the communities, for our 50th anniversary, we decided that we would uh, do these construction projects. And so we took the whole company shut every crew down for at least a day, some huh. two days, and they worked on uh, construction-type projects for nonprofits, and they brought them to us. And That uh, is cool. And so we decided to do that instead of having a big party. And then— And we called that— uh, we, You go on. Tell we, we called that Interdependence Day instead of Independence, Interdependence. Who came up with that? That's so. That's remarkable. We're, we're talking about that. We haven't quite figured it up. I, I did not. So, uh, but that our anniversary is July the first, nineteen forty-seven, and so this was all done right around Ju in July, right around July fourth. So on the third segment, uh, Bill, you said you have 851 employees as we sit here today. I know maybe it was a right. little bit different 50 years ago, but those business minds that are out there thinking right now, I want you to think about 851 people taking two days to do something for the community. Not only is that a huge financial investment for you, but the, the amount of investment into your people and the gratitude that they get for doing these projects is remarkable. Right. And that's what we did for the 50th. What now, are you doing now? Well, what we're doing now, we took 
we tell him, Bill, you keep it. I'm going to go back. Okay, and so the, the other value in, in all of our people doing these projects, you wouldn't believe how much people appreciate getting to do this. Yes. Somebody organizing it and, and leading them and letting them do this. Our people just absolutely revel in the opportunity to be able to do this. So we got a 75th anniversary coming up Friday, and we said, okay, what are we going to do for this? And the leadership of our company, Otis and I didn't come up with this idea. Uh, the leadership of our company um, decided, let's do the same thing, except now we're going to do 75 acts of kindness. And it's not going to stop at 75, I can assure you of that. Yes, sir. So all over our company, wherever we're working, from Green Bay, Wisconsin, and we have a job there, to Austin, Texas, and lots of places in between, uh, the people that work there are going to be doing something for some nonprofit in the local community as an act of kindness, if you will. We've uh, One of our people here in Charlotte is coordinating all this, and um, we've already started doing some of the projects, and we're still you know, soliciting ideas. We have to match it up to our talent pool, of course, but um, there's, there's no end to the opportunity yeah. and to these, go out and help somebody. And these are not all construction projects. No, Some of them are no. construction, but they're serving meals uh, at uh, Roof Above. We're, um, we're um, getting sports equipment for Alexander Youth Network. Great, we, both great organizations, yeah. yeah. We are doing things at Habitat. We, uh, I think our shop group is uh, doing benches for Martin Luther King uh, school where they, they don't have any benches for their sports team, so they're building benches and doing things like that. So we're we're letting this come from the bottom, bottom up. up. Yeah. And uh, like Bill said, this wasn't our idea. This was our, this was our management's idea. Culture. I mean, that's yeah. what you have. Yeah. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. Right. Trent, I know you want to say something. Well, I just think this is awesome. I mean, I, I was fortunate enough to go to uh, I talk about this all the time to a Berkshire shareholder meeting uh, in 08. One of our employees' fathers took me. I thought that was very respectful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Buffett talked about the pinnacle level five leader in level five companies when you utilize your asset to, to polish that diamond that other people don't have to give back to the community and help the community. Uh, before that is families. We've already covered that, mm-hmm. and now now you're giving back to the community. That's we we try to do that with our cornhole tournament and make a wish. I just I, just standing here, guys. Our our companies. It's just cool. It comes full circle. Talking about my father, uh, wanting me to respect and revere what y'all had done and built at, at your family as, as as a construction company. Our companies have so many similarities when we talk about mm-hmm. people. When we talk about the community, when we talk about the people creating the ideas, you guys don't take credit for anything. I think that's awesome. You had a marriage counselor for a couple of years, <laughs> man. Doesn't get any better. Me and my brother, we got in a couple of fist fights back in the day. We get along better than ever. So uh, I, I think at least 10 times during this show, I did want to say amen. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I did, but amen to y'all. Amen to your legacy. God bless you on 75 years. Thank you. And Otis and Bill, it's so, so fun to spend time with you, mm. but, but so cool to, to hear your story. 
So thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you both. And Pastor, thank you for being back on the show and, and handling the show for me today. And listen, we hope you're having fun. Go do the golden rule today. Treat somebody mm-hmm. the way you want to be treated and smile on this Sunday. Have a great day. Thanks Absolutely. for listening.